What's up, Sammy? Here well, we go again. I was just going to say, well, here we go again. And for every listener, I want you to know that this is attempt number four on our last. Well, I shouldn't say our last is, you know, with new new beginnings, new ends come new beginnings. So this is like the last of the summer. I mean, it's around the corner. And uh, I don't know. I, I really liked your introduction last the last attempt. So, uh, hey, you know, we've, we've been, had we've been... four good attempts at shows. Yeah. There's a lot of laughter left on the cutting room floor. But for our new listeners, I just want to introduce myself again real quick. Yeah. If there's a new listener out there, there might be. You never know. Um, My name's Travis Tudor. I go by he, him. And for our our listening impaired audience, I'm wearing a Quicksilver t-shirt, shorts, and sandals. So, uh, you guys doing some training on the pronouns down there in, in San Diego? Well, we're, we're English teachers. We can talk about this, right? Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I promise you, uh, this is not a California thing. Um, every English teacher in the nation is going to be addressing this at some point in their classroom. Those that are left, I cannot tell you how many people left the te- teaching profession last year in my particular world it it was now, crazy now we can identify them as they and them because it's more than one i believe so yeah i mean yeah they left we're gonna have to be careful though uh, um <laughs> i have some ideas sam i do and i hope we have time to share them because it's a new year we got a lot of people chomping at the bit and those well uh, are- help, help me out I, I i don't mean to cut you off there but so I, I had a friend today say something to the effect of when do you start school again? And that just makes my blood curdle. Like you should never ask a teacher that when do you start, but we still got a few weeks left. Where are you at tomorrow, baby? I'm bringing oh the my show. Goodness. This is Monday, Sunday, the, the day first. before I did. This is uh, like Armageddon before, uh, before the school year. I, I, I told my wife, I'm going to bring so much joy to that campus. They aren't going to know what hit them. Oh, you're gonna They're going to call me the- Mr. Joy. Are you going to start the, with the whale joke? Because I <laughs> every year, that's a non, that's a non-negotiable. Yeah, that there's your first twenty minutes, thirty minutes of the year. Um, yeah, and there's another, there's another couple of jokes like that. I don't, uh, you know, if the oh, we got it right in, I'd I, be happy to share them. I think um, I might make an episode where I tell the purple mouse joke just so teachers have that at their disposal and we'll, we'll just make it like a special episode that they can listen to like a side episode of the stories we have when you got that 10 minutes 15 yeah. minutes of lag time and and you need to kill it you don't want to lose their attention you those know, are that classic accumulates over years and you know you sit here with a, a vault of wealth and it would be fun to to document all that i don't know that uh the generation before us documented it and wait so do you do you (laughs) they're like uh what do you call them they're like legends they get passed down from teacher to teacher verbally yeah they're they're oral tradition correct yeah (laughs) yes Uh, and it's a separate show it is yeah and i i've used yours you've used mine you know the truth gets lost a little bit but they get funnier I mean, yeah. Well, the more the more you tell them, the more skilled you get. Um, so, did you have any staff trainings leading up to the year? 
Uh, the training start tomorrow, and oh, okay. One so of you're... my colleagues. I'm sure you have a group of colleagues that are part of a text group, right? You know, I'm at a new school, and it's not as strong as it used to be. But those uh, kind of got us through a lot of meetings, right? Well, we all, my group, there's about five of us, and we all sign up for the same trainings because you get choices. Yeah, and it's a big, it's a big district, and we all signed up except one of our colleagues didn't sign up. So he, <laughs> he, you know, we're all going to be moving together, but his, I'm going to go ahead and read to you his first training, which is the one that made me laugh, but I'm going to tell you why I laugh. Cause I'm not a bigot. I'm not a homophobe, but I think I do everything right. No, uh, no. Yeah, I agree. And his training is to promote the goals of reducing the stigmatiz. I had this ready by the way, huh? Yeah. Stigmatization of and improving the educational integration of transgender and gender non-conforming students. And I told him, I wait, said, wait, wait. Can, can you read the title of that training again? Um, like, how many vocab words do they use in one? Like, come on. <laughs> well, let's break it down. No. Improve the educational integration of transgender and gender non-conforming students, so non-binary kids that don't. Yeah, help them, helping them get along with the general population. I should be writing these Correct. things. Okay, Correct. what else? And um, all the other ones are normal. Google Classroom, Pear Deck, Games. <laughs> uh, what do we got here? Protocol, evaluation procedures. Um, we got well, we had all kinds of good stuff, but. Him going to this training, my, my friend going to this training, I, I told him I was a little bit jealous because I think that's going to be the most interesting training. I think that'll be where all the personalities oh. that make meetings yep. kind of fun are going to go. And um, uh, um, unfortunately, I'm not allowed to go to certain meetings with certain people. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I think I've we, been 89, <laughs> 86, 86. 86. Yeah. Heard. <laughs> And, uh, but I, I, I think it'll go quick. I think that hour and a half will go quick. You know, whereas me sitting through, you know, how to have my best evaluation is going to be rather blase. So, so, uh, it would be interesting if like they had those trainings and then at the bottom, one of the trainings was like badminton, just see who signs up for badminton. <laughs> yeah, cause I, cause I'm in. <laughs> Even if I didn't get in, that's the one I'd go to. Yeah, everyone would be Which is what I do one. anyway. I wander around to the trainings I want that day. And as yeah. long as you sign in, our district is really cool. As long as you're yeah, there. Yeah, ours is too. Um, yeah. Um, but but I, I've talked to some teachers coming up. They're just dreading theirs. Just dreading them. Oh, it's because all you want to do, all you want to do is get in your classroom and get it ready and, and kind of just get the jitters kind of settled down and all you hear is problems. And in your case, you're going to have, you know, you, you know, yeah. just more, more, more issues we're going to have to deal with, I guess that we're not going to deal with. Yeah. I, I or we'll I, try our best. Exactly. You know, I, I wouldn't mind a, a training or giving a training on the post COVID classroom and what it should look like. Cause there <laughs> are changes. There's big changes. Oh, you think? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think I could, deliver five or six techniques to, uh, you know, change things up that need to be changed. Yeah. The whole, the whole, uh, system right now, after what has it been two years now since, since COVID and it's, it's, uh, you know, last year, I think, uh, in, when, uh, June hit and I was out of the classroom, 
uh, I was out of the classroom mentally. I did not want, I, I mean, I was really, really right. at the end of my rope there and I'm kind of dreading the getting there again. I hope I don't. I don't know how it went there, but we had a record number here in Yuma, also in California. Teachers left the profession in, yeah. in a wave. It wasn't one or two at each school. Um, I, you know, I have a daughter that's a sophomore in college, and I could get her a job teaching here in Yuma right now. Uh, wow. It's just, well, then you got you to think the sub pool was the shallow last year. It probably didn't get any deeper. Yeah, no one knows that more than I do. Yeah, so. I teach golf. You have a lot of subs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coach golf, excuse me. Coach it. Coach it, yeah. I don't know. Fast and loose with the word coach there. But um, do you want to tackle that now, or can I tell you a quick story? No, let's hear the story. I, and I'm only telling the story because I think I would like to get a, 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 a movement going, a very real movement. Have you ever heard of the drug ephedra? Yeah, I've heard of ephedra. It, it was that made was illegal bad. several years ago. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how long ago. I'd say at least five years ago, maybe longer. I know a professional baseball player died and they, they linked it back to ephedra. So I don't think I'm talking about ephedra here. But um, before ephedra was made illegal, I was traveling back from Montana and bought an ephedra pill at like a circle K at like a gas station. I remember. And it said long lasting energy. And I was like, well, I got a 20 hour drive ahead of me. I can't take any breaks. So energy, this is before the five hour drink. So it's even longer than five years probably. And I took this pill and I zipped to Yuma. I mean, it was like no breaks. I mean, just boom. And I was still awake and I stayed up like five hours after that. And that pill had ephedra in. And I was going through my desk because I'm changing classrooms this year. And this, I found a bottle of ephedra pills from 2014. They expired in 2014. And a, an idea kind of hit me that we need. <laughs> <laughs> this is, listen, this is true. These kids get all these drugs for all these things. Oh, my gosh. You're depressed. Here's a drug. Oh okay. Yeah. So, so I want performance enhancing drugs for teachers so ephedra yeah. killed a guy though we don't want to be getting too crazy i said like, not ephedra <laughs> but something similar what's that <laughs> drug that really gives you focus but wait, what you're uh, what you're talking about is energy right i mean that's that's what we we're talking oh, about a cup of coffee no longer oh is well, it, it 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 is negligible and it's in its uh use of combating the energy that 30 kids bring to your room um, energy or, or lack of energy and you have to pick it you know that and that's the other thing is like uh, we're we're sitting there drinking coffee that's what we do yeah and but now the classroom changed because i think probably half of my kids are also drinking coffee yeah, and on least, top of that, another least. another half of them are probably taking a stimulant or or like you say Bang, something for rock star. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you probably yeah, probably even more caffeine. And we're sitting there like jack o' lagoons drinking black coffee that's been put through a uh, you know Sock. paper towel as a yeah. coffee filter. <laughs> Before COVID, I used to walk around and just guzzle the kids' rock stars and monsters and stuff like that. 
Uh, obviously, yeah, I don't COVID, do COVID, you're right. COVID's definitely changed things. We, teachers can no longer chuck, chuck kids <laughs> rock stars. If I heard anything, if I heard a can pop, I'd be like, first drink. And I'd run over and just grab that thing. Were you like, it had been better if you like took a couple drinks and then you say, I drink, therefore I am. Oh, I'm using star. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to use that. Absolutely. hundred percent. Or you could drink it and go bang. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already started two movements. I think per, per, performance and drugs for teachers. Then also that would be a TikTok sensation. Is But uh, listen, d- we need someone to develop. I'm trying to think of that Adderall. A teacher Every specific teacher, drug. You have to, you have well no something like it like get one of these big pharmaceuticals to make a drug for teachers that's legal and and i mean to bring the energy i'm not talking about making marijuana legal i don't think teachers should use that that'll make you even lazier in the classroom probably but i'm talking about an energy enhancer goes beyond black coffee and darn it you're gonna bring it to the kids just overwhelm them I don't think that's a bad thing. And if you're a certified teacher, it's an automatic prescription. You don't even have to go to a doctor. You just bring it to the pharmacy. It's not, it's not required that you got to take this, right? It's just like, hey, because all of us have, we, we're dragging on Wednesday. All I got to say is you would know which teachers on campus are taking it because there's some, you know, Sam, we're no longer the younger generation. We're trying to fight for normalcy in the classroom, just like, my dad, your dad, and the generation before us tried to keep things normal and then left the profession right before technology hit. And now we're trying to keep things normal for these young teachers. And I think this might be a way to, to, to uh, leave our legacy. Because um, the kids are not the same. You and I did not behave like the kids in the classroom of today. We did not. We were not entitled. I was never entitled once. And my dad was a teacher at the school, you know. I don't remember ever getting a grade that I didn't deserve in a good way. I mean, entitlement now, if if you teach seniors and you give a D or an F. You're oh. going to hear about it. Yeah, and I, I battled that I battled that one uh, the last two weeks of school. Was, it was tough. Well, that's, that's kind and, of and, and what's, It's and a what's... different breed of student. We need a different breed of energy. I don't know if this shows tongue in cheek or not, but the more I talk about, it, the more I believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's one of those ideas. Like I, I'm sitting there going, "Oh my gosh, that's the dumbest thing." I probably can't publish it. <laughs> but then there's there's another side of me that goes, "Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah maybe." I don't All know because right. we do. Like I said, we sit up there. I I last year I was getting up at five. I was getting to school. And pot and a half of coffee, and then I'd maybe get to lunch. And after lunch, it was uh, it was tough. It was you know, it was tough to keep up with them. I had a an amazing conversation with an ex student, like like a lot of teachers do. I don't mm-hmm. think we're any better than any other teacher in that regard. But amazing conversation with this kid that just went through his first year at the Naval Academy. I only taught him as a freshman, but he he called and we had a great conversation and. And uh, we talked about his generation. We, and he's like, do you still do your superhero lessons and your how awful the Avatar is, the Avatar movie is for Hayden on Marines? I said, yep, same stuff. And we came to kind of a conclusion here. Can I share with you what's wrong with this generation, Sam? 
Only if you say up. only if you say one good thing about them first, because that's the way it works. You got to say one good thing. I love how much they get along. They they accept. Yeah, each okay. Other. I, I do not see bullying as the problem. A lot of people see it as. I, for instance, this gender use thing. I've never seen a problem as far as kids. Isn't that true? Like yeah. I, I think bullying and in, in, you know, granted they they bring in the technology thing and and that's definitely a new platform. But I I mean, come on, did bullying yeah. happen? And I mean. Dude, yeah. When we were in high school, we're talking about kids getting taped to stop signs upside down. I mean, yeah, yeah. hazing. And so t- you said that's enough good about them. Tell us. Tell me what's wrong now. Well, this is real, though. <laughs> I don't think this is funny. Well, it is funny. But I went to a movie with my family. We went to Captain. Uh, the guy. God, I know his name. I can't believe his name slipped me. The guy. The new superhero, the multiverses of madness, Captain Skylock. What's this guy's name? I don't know. You're Put his hands out there name. and holes show up in the universe. Oh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. And we were talking about this, and I'm talking to my daughter after the movie because she's part of this issue. And what's wrong with this generation? You're going to have to give me one minute to explain, and then I'll let you respond. Just one minute. Okay. Multiverses. Everything in their world has a multiverse. If a movie wow. kills, no, sh- give me a second. Here. No, I no, I love. It. I, I if, can see where you're going. If any character dies that they love, don't worry, they're going to come back. Some right. other character will snap their fingers in an episode two days from now, and they'll live again. And I want you to just consider this before I get to my absolute main point. Do you see? I'm trying to think. William Wallace, William Wallace, Braveheart. Yeah, he got his guts pulled out. That was the end of the movie. Is there another? Is there another <laughs> universe where he exists though? Nope. And there's no sequel to that one. Three them for all the multiverses. Yeah. <laughs> there was no Braveheart too. Maybe no, it's Mel Gibson's fault because he died. Because yeah. Hollywood's too lazy to write. So they're like, let's just choose the same characters and we'll say there's a bunch of different universes. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. There's like a thousand Spider-Men. Three, you know, oh, there's infinity of every superhero because they all exist in every ver- And this generation can't even handle a thought of a main, like Romeo and Juliet. I mean, did they come back and I missed it? And there's a Romeo and Juliet too. Those nope. are my own. I'm trying to think of another example. Our generation a protagonist dies. Oh, you ready? Probably the greatest war movie ever made. Tom Hanks, Private Ryan. Yeah. And all these characters you watch for two and a half hours. Amazing movie. And you watch him die for one man. And are, did you think, well, you know, aren't we let it's that It's okay. Movie- they only died in this universe. Maybe there's a multi-universe where they, they lived, yeah. Well, that's how they think. Yeah. That's it. I, it kind of, yeah, it's kind of. They don't address reality. Not even going to movies does this generation address reality. Not even going to a movie and watching, can they just, you know, accept that awful things happen. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, the, the movie where the, the, uh, the girls drive off a cliff. Thelma and Louise. They could have went into a different multiverse. Yeah, you know, I don't. You know, remember. one one could even argue that Star Wars was way better when it was just limited to three movies. Oh, good. And it and it was a kind of. I think it was a happy ending. Darth Vader died. The Ewoks were happy, and that was that. We get one. 
Which no, reminds no. me, was like, yeah, the minions yeah. are just a cheap copy of the Ewoks. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> so my daughter tells me, "Well, what about Iron Man? He died." I'm like, "Listen to me. He's coming back." Your thing, your generation <laughs> is dumb enough to believe that that he's not coming back, please. Everyone, every teenager that's into those movies knows in the back of their head, there's no reason to cry or get upset because Iron Man will be back soon. I mean, I mean well, I watched, I watched the new Thor with my wife and they couldn't, decide if it, they, couldn't they couldn't decide if it was like a slapstick comedy or what. I, I didn't really know, how to, but it was like, is you can't kill the guy apparently i was like he i, I thought he died but no nope, he's back again and and better it's like they call up chris helmsworth like hey uh i gotta make another thor movie that movie but this so one is gonna be awesome. the last one that's oh russell crowe that was his best movie of thor love and thunder but a gladiator can you imagine a movie like take movies of our age and put them into the present day because he was a superhero the gladiator and he dies, right? The king kills him at the end, I think. That's, or that's the, the, the czar, yeah. the Caesar. Um, oh, and then, then two weeks, then let's say three months later, you go to a movie and Russell Crowe's The Gladiator starring in another Gladiator movie. Well, that's fun. Hey, let's pretend the other one didn't happen. <laughs> I don't, which is what's going on. It is. Well, it almost ties into, too, like, like a kid in the class. Uh, they almost feel like there's always going to be a second chance, you know? Yeah, you know, I got I got a four percent going into the last week of school, but that means there's a chance because I don't, you know, you haven't told me I failed yet, and it's like no. Well, translating I, that, <laughs> that's always, you know, maybe kids who are listening, they're actually think I'm serious, and I say go to Home Depot and build a time machine. <laughs> I should probably not use that one. They probably think I'm serious. Well, we need to teach. And I'm talking to myself here. We need to teach with a Thor hammer. And you can be nice and you can be loving. You can be kind. I tell my students every year, no kid has ever gotten an F in this class and blamed me. But if you're a teacher that at the end of the year, a kid's got a 6% and you give them a C, bring them back from, you know, to from the multiverse they died in. Yeah. You're part of the problem. These kids need a reality check. Yeah, they, they, that's that's it. Nope, they're not bullies, but guess what? They're not yeah. <laughs> very the, realistic. The, uh, the kid at the Naval Academy said it, it. they give you tests. They give you strenuous conditions, and if you fail, you're not you're not retreaded. You're not uh, – you, you know, you're it, gone. It, that, that's the other thing, though, too. It's okay to fail. Like if you've earned the F, it's it's okay. You just got to come back and get it. It's it's it, that's the oh, other thing. It's yeah. like they always have. I'm to. glad you it, said that. Yeah, it, it's it's okay, but it's not like it's you know. It, it it's means okay you to it fail. Means you didn't get the work done. You didn't you didn't do it the right way. Everyone's failed, and you so should be better the next time. Yeah. Rarely do you get that multiverse. Like, well, it's okay. I failed in the multiverse. I passed. Well, summer school. <laughs> How many times have you had a kid say, I'm just going to take it in summer school? Yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, let's yeah. bring them back. I, I, or, or online. They're going to. They, oh. Yeah, online. That works. Let me wonders. tell you. Online, which is one of the 
biggest things, one of the biggest, definitely not best things COVID brought us is online school, which didn't used to be a complete joke. Oh. But if you've if you if you can pick the right online school, you could probably spend ten minutes in front of a, a computer screen and get a an A in a high school class. Yeah, but we still have kids that don't pass. <laughs> Watching too much Marvel. Oh, that's the truth of it. Jesus. They, you know, when you think about what, what it, I don't know, kids get a lot out of school. They do. They they won't admit until they graduate. They get a lot out of just being there. Hey, can I finish the show with a quick, I guess this is a, uh, and it'll be about a five-minute ordeal, but um, what I want to say is, I don't know if it's a feel-good, but it's a plea. I would like this to be a movement. Um, <laughs> no, no, really. And it's kind of a. I would not. It, it's probably even more realistic than performance enhancing drugs for teachers. But um, so we lost a couple of good teacher friends, my parents this last month, Bud Robertson and, and Bob McKinnon and, you know, two great falls guys and um, just, just good people. And so Salt I was, of the help, earth. Salt I, was of the help, earth. I was helping Bob McKinnon's wife clean through stuff. And he's a very talented writer. Uh, he was the heart and soul of the English department for a while. And she ran across one of his old, um, I'm trying to put this in context because I'm going to read it to you. One of his old, um, his notes from being, he was part of what was called the English Social Committee. And what that was, was the English department got together and had a party. And uh, so. Now he was dad's department chair. Yes. Yes. And, and so I. I uh, I said, you know, I got I, I'm uh, Susie. I got to read this on the podcast because this is like this is the way teaching should be, I guess. Awesome. And and, and awesome. you know, the other thing is, is you do realize that I, you know, it's implied that alcohol has been used. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you use your inferential, like I said, very talented writer, and just put it in context, he was he was put in charge of a social committee. Uh, but he was also at a meeting when he was when he was appointed the um, the position, and so these are these. This is his first letter, and now this was this was typed out on the old the type a typewriter. Oh yeah, and uh, some varieties probably not a typewriter. Does it have whiteout and X? Yeah, all yeah, over? and you, yeah. and you, remember you had the thing that had to slap upside the the side and it go back again. Yeah, yeah. And so I was just thinking, you know, if this was sent in an email. It couldn't have been on, on a school, you know, but I, my plea is this, is that, you know, teachers really have to become rocks for each other. And I, I think that this gen, the, the one, this generation of teachers that are, you know, passing the flame on to us, they, um, the one thing that they had is they really got along. They, they had their own group and this was the whole department, but here, here it is. This Good is, setup. Uh, All right. Yeah. But. Here's Bob writing to the the committee. Quote, I must apologize for the rudeness with which I declined the floor yesterday when called upon to summarize the recent social committee meeting. In spite of the fascinating, stimulating topics being delivered by the speakers, (laughs) in between highlights and or punchlines, I inadvertently dozed off. (laughs) (laughs) Now, my wife will tell you that I'm at my... Sorry, that I'm at my loveliest form when rudely awakened from peaceful slumber, and such was the case. If that humble admission doesn't impress you, then might I suggest everybody jam it. Except, as rumor has it, I've been taking this chairmanship seriously, 
and nevertheless push forthwith to submit the following minutes from the board of directors meeting for what they're worth. And whoever this, he keeps mentioning this person named Crago that whoever she was, she must've just been an absolute hoot. Uh, <laughs> Crago moved. We buy a pitcher seconded and thirded by Anderson, the chair bought and he's the chair, right? Uh, Discussion of item number one, Stan Morris Anderson said, spilling her beer, had volunteered to his house, among other things. The chair offered his establishment, including use of the chicken coop and the new septic system. Crago said she'd rather spill her beer on the chair's rug. Anderson said she didn't care where she spilled her beer uh, or whose rug. The chair mentioned he'd rather (laughs) spill beer on Stan's rug. It goes on about spilling beer on rugs for a while. And it's here. Uh... In much time, Crago, out of order again, motion we have another pitcher. Seconded, thirded, and fourthed by Anderson, the chair bot. And it should be mentioned that the CMR English Department owes Hoffenbrau 25 cents because the chair <laughs> was short the amount. <laughs> At this point, Anderson thought it was over and changed the stalemate decision by stating my rug was just as good as anybody's and that we could spill beer on Stan's rug in the spring. With no motion whatsoever, Craigle bought another pitcher and poured. And then uh, here's Craigle again. And then he's got like these minutes. I can't read all this, but this... Well, from, from from seven to eight, Craigle volunteered to show her famous collection of pornographic films to us from the University of Oregon, <laughs> one of which features spawning eels on the Willamette River in living color. And then from eight, and then from eight to nine. Anderson volunteered to lead the group in the closing gesture, a skinny dip in my new pool. The chair was quick to point out that the new pool wasn't in yet, so we turned to my bathtub, which remains to be uh, sorry, remains to be uh, finished, and at the last count, as my meeting was adjourned, Daisy bought another pitcher, couldn't sit down, and walked off into the sunset, singing uh, Glory Hallelujah. The last time I saw Crago, she was driving her a little yellow car down the street in reverse shouting on Oregon. I'm a duck. And it, it was just like, <laughs> and maybe I'll read some more later. No, uh, please. It, it, it ends with like two pages later. If the committee meeting was any indication of the party itself, it should be a dinger. And it was just like, you know, I think teachers just need that. That's one of the things we're just missing is that stuff that, you know, like you say, those text groups are great. The, the those those people at school that are, are in the trenches with you. Well, Sam, we had a show some point last year where the best meetings you and I have ever attended that are actually useful are when when the teachers are being somewhat cynical and laughing together and get a little bit of refreshment out of it. I mean, yeah, I I would hoot and holler at that note. That's <laughs> that's legendary in an but, email it would i mean yeah it, it wouldn't, wouldn't happen it wouldn't uh-huh. happen we we have to go outside the box a little bit as a as professionals because you know like you'd mentioned we're losing them left and right there has to be more than just what's going on in the classroom for us to to keep uh pushing forward and yeah we may get performance enhancing drugs at some point but i got a feeling uh if we can get those internal relationships within our departments going, I think that'd be huge for our profession. What an ending. That's the best ending to a show. Yeah. I, I appreciate you listening and, and RAP bud and, and Bob. And uh, uh, we just want to um, carry that flame, I guess. Amen. All right, buddy. Well, Hey, it was good talking to you again. This is uh, I'm going to call this 
the the season finale. no no, this is the first one of the next this this is this is episode 20 so i'm gonna call it the finale and then um i want to hear about more your week i want to push way more content this year and uh would encourage any teachers listening to to reach out to us absolutely all right hey have a good night man. yeah that letter you could post to the website along with the other stuff i might do that here in 20 minutes all right talk to you later bro all right all right good luck thanks bye-bye Thank you.